Welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the Halloween edition of... I can't keep that up. Welcome to another episode of the... That, that's a horrible Crypt Keeper, too, isn't it? Welcome to um, our next Halloween episode. Our next horror movie. This one hailing from the 19... Ooh, was it the 70s? 19, early 1980s. I always mixed... 1975, I wasn't born yet. 77, I was. But to me, 75 to 85, I mix almost everything up. In 1983, a movie was released that many people don't remember. It's a straight-up B-movie. It is a cult classic. It started a series of five films, Sleepaway Camp. Not many people remember this one. Sleepaway Camp starts off sometime, I want to say, before the main movie. It's like back in the 70s, right? So this guy, John Baker, and his boyfriend, Lenny, pretty progressive at the time, they take John's children, who I... Angela and Peter. Angela and Peter. And they go on, they, they're on a sailboat near a, a camp, um, on a lake near like a camp. I think it's called, uh, I, I think the movie takes place there. It's Camp Arawak. So the children decide they're going to fuck with their dad and they campsize the boat. The kids campsize the boat and they, they start swimming towards the shoreline and Lenny's already there waiting for them. So the kids are swimming and they, um, they swim into the path of somebody that's towing a, a water skier, right? And the boat that's towing the water skier is driven by one of the camp's counselors. And uh, John and one of the kids get struck and killed and this, and by the boat. And the skier screams in horror because there's blood everywhere and everything. Obviously, the propeller hits him. So um, we find out that it was the, the child that died was um, Peter. So John and Peter die, I believe. So eight years later, now it's 1983, Angela, who is the sister of Peter, son of, or daughter of John, is still traumatized by what happened. And she's been living with her aunt, um, a doctor, Dr. Martha Thomas. And her cousin Ricky's there also. So for whatever reason, the aunt decides to send Angela and Ricky along, uh, send them to Camp Arawak. So this girl's traumatized by her the death of her father and, and, and um, brother. And her rather eccentric aunt decides, hey... I think you need to go to the summer camp where your parent and your sibling were murdered. Or not murdered, but killed. Which I think is like a, a horrible, just complete horrible idea. And because of this incident, you know, she's traumatized. She's very introverted. She doesn't, um, she doesn't talk much. She doesn't, you know, she's not social, right? Because she's, she, she's gone through this traumatic event. And she's a young girl still. So she gets to the school and she's bullied a lot. And the, most of the bullying is by this girl, Judy. Judy's their... Um, her bunkmate, and the other big one that's a big bully of hers that keeps picking on her is this girl, Meg. The sad thing is Meg's the goddamn counselor, right? Somehow, I don't think this is inaccurate for how summer camp was back in the day, nah, other than what happens in the future. But the way that people get treated, right? So there's another. There's two counselors. There's, there's um, Meg and Susie, and there's a head counselor named Ronnie. So the other counselors, Susie and Ronnie, Ronnie's the head counselor, I think I said that already, are... are they feel bad for her, and they're, they're you know, they, they keep trying anything they could do to make her feel at home, and they want her to, like, feel comfortable and enjoy her time there, and I don't know if they know that she was the little girl that's dad and brother died there, right? And they kind of make it out that the driver of the boat was reckless, but, uh, yeah, whatever, you know, that's, yeah, what do you say? What can you do? So, early, so, soon after she gets there, the the um, the head cook attempts to molest Angela. So, you know that's the, he, this girl's traumatized. You sent her to the same thing. Now she's getting molest. Trying this guy's trying to molest her. It's horrible. 
So after the incident, later on, we see that Artie, who is the head cook's name, is boiling some water, and he gets severely scalded by the water. And um, everyone finds out about it. They're like, oh, my God, what happened? And, and the owner of the camp is like, hey, you know what? He was working in the kitchen. And he, he dropped the, the pot on himself. It was a horrible accident. So they have, like, a little party, right? And um, there's other campers there now. There's a, there's, um, anyway, so there's, other, you know, there's obviously other campers there, right? There's, uh, there's a Kenny and a Mike, um, a Paul, and um, Ricky is the head counselor there. And um, so at this party, Kenny and Mike start mocking Angela. They make fun of her. They're picking on her. And Ricky steps over, and his Paul steps over, or his friend Paul steps over with them. And they're like, hey, leave her alone, you know. They do the right thing, right? They stand up for this girl, and they get in a fight with these other two. So after the fight, and you know, later on, as the party's winding down, Paul becomes friends with Angela, and that night, we find out that Kenny got drowned, and of course, the owner of the camp's like, hey, it was an accident. A few days later, now the next, you know, Paul and Angela have become friends. Paul says, hey, why don't you come see a movie with me? I think he asked her to go see the movie, and then they're, um, or she's out somewhere, and these, um... These other two campers, Billy and Jimmy, they start picking on her and they start throwing water balloons at her. So after the water balloon incident, she's with Paul again, whatever, and um, we find out Billy gets killed. Billy dies and he's stung to death because he gets trapped in a bathroom stall with a wasp nest full of wasps. So at this point now, the owner of the camp's like, okay, something's up. This can't be coincidental. There's got to be somebody like a serial killer here, which, you know, clearly there is. So Paul and Angela become um, better friends, and then Paul tries to kiss her, and she freaks out. And she has a flashback to her youth when her and her brother had seen her father and his boyfriend, um, Lenny, in bed together. So Angela freaks out and runs away. So later on, they're playing um, Capture the Flag, and there's another, uh, is it Judy? Yeah, Judy was the other counselor, right? So Judy um, seduces Paul. Because now she wants to get back at Angela because she's or she doesn't like Angela. So she's like, well, I'm going to seduce Paul because I know Paul and her were getting kind of, you know, together. And I'm going to make her jealous and whatever. So Angela sees them kissing. So later on, Paul, like, finds, she runs off and Paul finds out she knows. So Paul tries to, like, explain to her, you know, he tries to explain himself what he was, why he was doing it or whatever to Angela. And um, Judy and Meg, like, shoo him off. They, like, tell him to get lost or whatever. And then they throw Angela into the water. Which, now, here's this girl that almost drowned. You throw her in the same... I mean, what? Yeah. So, also, I'm wondering why she can't swim. Because she needs to be rescued. And Ricky's who rescues her in this one, right? So, after she gets rescued, small kids start picking on her. And they start throwing sand at her as Ricky's rescuing her. So... Ricky swears like he's going to get the girls back. He's like, I'm going to get them back for you. And she feels pretty good about that. So later that night, so the night after he rescues her, um, th- th- I'm sorry, not the night after, the night he rescues her, or I guess that following, that, that, that same day, but that night, we f- we see Meg get killed in the shower. Meg's getting ready to go meet with Mel, and um, Meg gets killed in the shower. And, so, of course, there's another camp party. Because I guess they kind of have like little get-togethers every night, I would guess. So Paul is there again, and he apologizes to Angela again, and she tells him to meet her at the uh, to meet her by the lake later on that night or pond. I guess it's a lake. We cut the scene, and we're now we find we see that Mel finds Meg's body, and um, 
Mel, who is, oh, I didn't say who Mel is. Mel, Mel Kostick is the name. He's a camp owner. So Mel finds Meg's body, and he thinks Ricky's the killer because Ricky had threatened everybody that's been dead so far because they've been bullying Angela. So meantime, the six children who threw, were throwing sand at Angela, bullying her too, they're camping in the woods with their counselor, Eddie, which I don't understand why they're not, um, why they're in the woods if they're at a camp anyway. Either way, two of them, they don't say any of the kids' names, but two of them ask uh, Eddie to take them back to camp. So when he comes back, he finds the four other children had been hacked to death with a hatchet, with his own hatchet. Soon after, well, I guess during that, we find out Judy is killed. She is, she's raped with a hot curling iron. So, yeah, that'll do it, right? That's a pretty gruesome way to go. The can- So now everyone's freaking out and panicking. Mel thinks it's Ricky. So Mel beats the hell out of him. And Mel is just beating him, and he's going to beat him to death because he thinks he's the killer. Sounds like a great plan, if, but what if he's not the killer? And we see Mel get shot in the throat with an arrow. So we turn- it turns out that's obviously who the real killer is. So the police are called, obviously, at this point, and they start searching... With, the, with who's left of the counselors. Uh, Paul's at the beach with Angela, because this all happens like in that same, time, that same night. And Angela says, let's go skinny dipping. So the police are still searching while they're skinny dipping, and they don't know what, Paul doesn't know what had happened. The police find Ricky unconscious, but Ricky's not dead yet, right? He, he was beaten pretty bad, but he wasn't killed. After that scene, now Ronnie and Susie run into Angela, and Angela's naked, and she's caressing Paul's head. That's right, just his head. So um, Angela drops the, drops the head and lunges at him with a hunting knife. And at this point, they're like, holy shit, they don't know what to do. They're completely shocked. You know, she's coming at him with a hunting knife. And they discover that not only was she the, the killer of, um, not only is she the serial killer, obviously, because she has Paul's head, she's a boy. She's a man. She, because she's naked, they see that she has, a, she has a penis. She's a man. And they find out that Angela is actually Peter. So what we find out is that um, Angela died in the accident, and Peter was who survived. After the Aunt Martha gained custody, like I said, she was a rather eclectic, weird aunt, she decided to raise Peter as a girl, because she always wanted to have a girl and already had a son. So she raised Peter as a girl, and the movie just, like, just like stops. I mean, it just ends. The last scene is um, you see the nude Angela covered in blood, um, full frontal, standing in front of Susie and Ronnie, and um, Ronnie just says, how can it be? My God, she's a boy. And that's where it ends. Sleepaway Camp is a forgotten movie. And Sleepaway Camp, you know, I remember when Saw came out, everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so gruesome. The death's in it. You know, Saw 1, 2, 3, 97, whatever. The death's in Sleep- the Sleepaway Camp series, and maybe I'll do a couple of the other ones because there's one, there's a death that's very mimics, mimics another movie that came out in the last 10 years pretty, pretty well. Um, the deaths are gr- pretty gruesome. I mean, it's a splatter film. I mean, but it's it has one hell of a twist at the end that you don't see coming. I mean, now you will because you've heard me talk about it. But this is a movie that really, as bad as as bad as it's made fun of, or as bad as much as it's been forgotten, <clears throat> really gave um, really like seems to have been a movie that really could have influenced many newer movies, but people never talk about it. Right? This is a movie that like the things they do and the fact that there's and, an actual legit twist is pretty good. Um, as movies go, is it great? No. Is it enjoyable? Sure is. If you like horror movies and stuff, I say go for it. And um, it's Halloween. Enjoy it. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks.